Okay, yalla, yalla, besorot ovot. Today is December 8th. Hanukkah. Hanukkah, first day of Hanukkah. Mazbut. Amen. Okay, yalla, page so 93 on the bottom. Okay, yes, halachot. Yes, first of all, it's adiv, it's better yeah. if you can pray mincha before. Uh, before you light the minaret, so you can pray Minhagdola today. Okay. It's uh, it's better okay. if you could. We have one and one thirty over here in the Good. shul. Good. But there's every shul, ha- almost every shul have Minhagdola. And the city also. Yeah, anyway, anyway shul, shul every five minutes. City, no city, we have. So wherever you have Minhagdola, okay. better. And then you'll come home. You light the you light the minaret first. Yeah. What time could you light it? Three o'clock. So you could light it. The, the, the point is, it has to. The oil has to be the oil. You put oil because that's oil. the last long enough. Yeah. But it has to burn at least until uh, thirty minutes after you light, and it, the lighting time is really like four forty-eight. So you're talking about it has to last till like the earliest so you could light is 448. No, no, we cannot. No, I'm saying it has to go beyond. Starting it, you have to light before, before because of Shabbat. But but you has to. I know. I'm just saying the time it has to last until about four, half an hour after four forty-eight. So you're talking about five twenty, kedah. So if you're lighting, but candle lighting tonight is at four or four nine, four ten, something like that. That's the last an hour minimum, minimum an hour, an hour. So you're lighting it before, but you have to light before candle lighting because if they give you have time to light candles after you. So you got to light them in around four o'clock. You know, take it four o'clock. Yeah, it's class after our beat. Four but o'clock. Make Four it o'clock. Because we're gonna go see Where are you gonna go? We yeah. see the light. There's your light. The light's here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Light the minute at four o'clock. Okay, and then you light candles. The then you light the candles, the, the, the Shabbat the, candles. If you already pray Minha, so you come to Shul at the the, 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 the time for Kabbalah Shabbat, okay? That's the time to go. Okay. Thank you, No problem. Okay? Let's go. Yalla. We're on page ninety-three on the bottom. Hine. So remember, the case over here was they want to take the doctor to secular court. And now the section is, do I need permission from the Bedin to go to secular court? Or can I just go, sometimes we say, well, okay, I should go to secular court. Can, do I have to go to Bedin first and then, then tell me to go to secular court? Or in scenarios, some scenarios I can just go straight to secular court. That's what he's saying. It's a machloke. Right, in a scenario where I'm allowed to go to the court, the secular court, do I need to go to Betin first to get permission, or can I just go straight? Which means it was some kind of takana that was set up that if you're going to go to secular court, the scenario where you're allowed to go to secular court, it's only after you first went to the bed dean and got permission. You need a permission slip from the bed dean. That's the halachan shulchan aruch, that that's the story. When you can go to go, when you're allowed to go to secular court, you need to go first to the bed dean to give you permission to go to the secular court. Okay, they, go, they tell you to go. In certain scenarios, the guy doesn't want to come to bed dean. The guys want to come to bed dean. He keeps sending hazmanah. He keeps sending hazmanah from bed dean. The guy doesn't show up. They're going to give you permission to go to the regular court, so that's yeah. it, because they... But if you stop Bedin, you have to take permission to go to the court. If you, you can't if you stop, stop. The, if you went to Bedin first, yeah. and now the Bedin tells you, either what's going to happen is the Bedin's going to tell you, go to regular court, or they're going to say, we're going to judge the case, or the guy never showed up to Bedin to begin with, in which case, they're not going to let you stay damaged, the guy, you, the guy damaged you, you have to, what are they going to do for you? They're going to tell you, hey, Ter, go after go. him in the regular court, that's going to happen. So now, that, that <laughs> case of... The, do I need permission? That's the question. So the, mm-hmm. so halakha say yes, you need permission. 
Ah, however, Bigdulet Tirumash Arbet if bet ot kemu katav the ensalich reshut vehagao vehagaona kadosh mi botchosh. I don't know who this is one of these Hasidim. I don't know what, I don't know what town that is. Botchosh, but botchosh. Lo yodea, lo yodea. Bekesev akidosh if kavav katav the kasher barura davar shehan nitba lo yavol lebetin. If you know the guy is never showing up, according to this opinion, the other opinion is it's a mahaloka, right? We saw You have to ask permission. But what's the other side saying? The other side is saying, if it's a guy that you know is never coming to Betin, you're wasting your time. I have to go to Betin. In order to get the permission from Betin, they have to send him Hazmana three times. So we're going to send him Hazmana, I have to wait now. He doesn't come. I have to send him again, I have to wait again. And send him again, I have to wait again. When the guy's not coming. The guy's not coming. He told you he's not coming. He's never coming. Why are you wasting your time? It's not fair to you also. So the other opinion says, if once you know the person is never showing up, you don't even don't, don't even bother going to the Bedin, just go just straight go to court. To it's not the halacha, but that's their opinion. Okay. So it's a machloket in the post. Now that we know the halacha, we follow Shukhan Aruch, is that you have to go to you have to go through the process. Okay. Besedir. Okay, this is gonna uh, close our section, I think, uh, of this. Maybe next week we'll start a new topic. So question is as follows. It's a similar idea, it's a similar case, uh, and uh, we're gonna see how it plays out. This is a uh, it's Hak Zilberstein, who's still Hashem, he's still alive. He's uh, he's one of the Hashuvim in Bnei Brak these days. So here we go. Maaseh berofei miyaled. Again, we have this OBGYN. He's a mumchei mefursam, very well known doctor. Shagag, he made a mistake. How? Lo niteach isha kishaubar haya bimsuka. She was in delivery and the baby was in distress and he didn't do a C-section. Venatan la la ledet beofan tivi. He went after natural childbirth. The ikev kach nolada yeled the akav kach venolada yeled pagua pigiot kashot hazot neurological problems. The baby, and which could have been averted apparently if he if he had done a C-section instead of going for okay. Nidbarer it came out shebishata leda at the time of the birth. Chivu kol anshir hatsevet daatam. Apparently the nurses and the people in the room were telling the doctor, we got to do a C-section for this baby. He's in distress, we have to save the baby. He said the baby's not surviving anyway, apparently, and he says, why should we give this operation for how we're going to cut open at the end of the baby, this baby's over, not living. So he says, don't bother doing the C-section. Well, natural childbirth or whatever it is, it is. That's what his, that was the doctor's decision. And that's what happened. What happened? Okay? The child was born healthy, but, but, but neurologically distressed because of uh, lack of oxygen or whatever it was. Okay? Now, now the doctors are deciding, right? Should they go after the doc after the hospital? That the doctor was uh, whatever he was uh, he held neglect. No, 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 he he was mehdal is like he held back his services, right? Yeah, yeah mehdal milashul hadal. He held back. He wasn't. Uh, he didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He 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 had he had a chance to help. He didn't help. He was passive, really. Okay. Shelo iskil lenateach etayishai disagreed. Right? He didn't. He didn't agree to. Uh, to do the uh, the uh, C-section, they want to use the uh, money to take care of the kid. After you know. So. Now, he had two questions about this. Number one, number one, can we go to the secular courts? 
In this particular scenario, halakhically, the doctor is not really responsible. Why? He wasn't active in his damage over here. He was passive. He could have saved the baby through a surgery. I didn't do anything. It was hands off. So that's not direct damage anymore. Now it's grama. Okay, but halakhically, it's not, it's it's grama. It's not vayadaim. It's not direct damage. It's indirect damage. And from the from the Torah, he wouldn't be responsible for that. Okay. And now, if I let you go to the secular courts, the doctor is going to become responsible. So the question is, can I let you go to secular court in this scenario? Right. Okay. That's question one. Fine. He says, How? He made a, he made a mistaken decision. He had a decision in his mind. He says, and he was wrong. Okay, and it happens. And he's fine. Number two, Once I go after the doctor, so his reputation is in the garbage can. Can I go after these damages that that that, that right? But by, by by really technically that he's not allowed, he's not chayav midin Torah, and going to secular court and trying to collect the damages is going to ruin his reputation. So am I allowed to do that also? That's another problem. Okay, yeah, for the it's bad, it's bad to the doctor now. Okay, so he says number one. Number one, what regarding uh, you know going after the doctor, the doctor himself is not responsible. That much we know from Din Torah. We learned it. Which is this doctor definitely has. He was he made a mistake. He made the wrong call. It was caused damage, but he's patur. Number two, yeah. we learned this also. Perik Shishim, the writer says over there from Baba Kama, Rofe Uman Sheripa Bereshut Betin. Okay, we have the doctor who's a professional that had permission and he healed. Patumi Dine Adam Vedino Masula Shamaim. Right, Hashem has to take care of this. Hamechatechet Haubar Bemo Bereshut Betin, Vehuzak, Vehizik, sorry, Patumi Dine Adam, right? That's regarding the mother. But now, if the baby is not going to live, he's allowed to, to do an abortion, if necessarily, to save the mother. And if he does that, and he damages the mother, he's patur also. So the same story. Bottom line, he's not paying. So he says, Okay, right? We learned that. If they got to cause damage, right? In a, in, inadvertently. He's not going to pay because otherwise no one's going to want to be a doctor. That's what it said. So, 615, we have time. No, 612. No, no, no. 615, he said, Uh oh, it's too early. Uh, Fozzy. Fozzy, listen, listen, listen. 615 today, Talaita. Yeah, yeah, wait, wait a few minutes. He's Bira Minhat Bikurim. Even though we say a person is responsible for all his damages, in this scenario, they let they made the doctor not uh, not obligated because he caused the damage inadvertently. So there's a doctors around. No one's going to want to be a doctor. Same story with the with the doctor who had to perform an abortion to save the life of the mother, right? And then he had the mother got damaged in that scenario. Again, the same. He's going to be patur because otherwise you're not going to find someone that because, wants to do this. Because yeah. in shogeg, that's, uh-huh. that's the reason why the doctors have malpractice. You know, so malpractice insurance. Yeah, that's I know. Yeah, no, but he's technically not Torah. He's patur. We don't. He only needs the he needs the malpractice insurance in America, but in Minat Torah he wasn't obligated. Mm. Right? Even though in this scenario there has a komatsui, 
right? Even though it's common that potentially the damage could happen in this scenario, nevertheless, patruhu, they made the doctor patur. Now, when the when the Tosefta said that the doctor's judgment is handed over to God, that he'll take care of it, that's when he caused damage directly when he was involved. In our case, the doctor was passive, he didn't touch the woman. Right? He didn't save the the baby, right, with a surgery because he made a bad judgment call. He made a judgment call that was wrong. Okay? He says, You're not allowed to go after this doctor, especially because it's gonna hurt his it's gonna hurt his reputation. He says, Now all this is if I'm going after the doctor directly. You're going after the doctor directly, he's not responsible to pay, and you're going to cause damage to his reputation. You can't do it. You can't go after the doctor directly. But if you go after the insurance company, that's a different ballgame. That's not... Right? This, the essence of this insurance company, it's a business. That's, the, that's what they're in business for. They sell the policy exactly for this case, right? That this is a scenario where, the, where someone needs the insurance. Now, which means even through being passive, the insurance would cover this scenario. The malpractice insurance, okay? Now, right? Even though scenario in, in, in situations where from the Torah the doctor would be patur, the insurance company is still going to cover. It doesn't apply the case of not going to the court systems, the, the law of don't go to secular court. Whatever that company was, it's an English company apparently. They have agencies in Israel, whatever they call it, whatever you guys know what I know what that is. They know that that's the way that it works. If there's a problem, that's what they're there for. They, they, therefore, there was no issue about, oh, I have to take this insurance company from England to Betty. No, you go straight to the courts. Fine. What time is it? We have one minute. One problem left. Which means, why are you allowed to go after this insurance company? Because you have a claim against the Jew. The Jew, the doctor who was insured by them. It's one step removed. In order to get to the insurance company, I have to go through this doctor. Now this doctor is a Jew, so maybe I'm not allowed to go straight to court because I have to first go after the Jew to get to the insurance company. Maybe I have to go to Beddin. So, he says, maybe. He said, one more... I wouldn't just be allowed to go after the insurance company without going after the doctor. The way that it works is I go after the doctor and the insurance company covers the claim against the doctor. So I'm going after the doctor, not against the insurance company. He's just covered by the insurance company. So maybe now I have to go to Bedin because I'm really going after the doctor first. Right? Okay, we're going to continue on Monday. Amen.